for two Kickers are extra, I give them the boo Ooh, going for two Sit back, relax while I grab me a brew Ooh, now I'm reclining While putting my time and I'm ready to go My spine is aligning And much my my lineups, my bank account grows I am so rich But knowledge is all that I'm leaving it with Ooh, listen to this Multiple options, how far can I get? Ooh, DFS Dynasty Reader Tonight I'm not finishing last I'm finishing past any and all I am looking to last. What else? This spot is popping and I am so locked in and only opening the door when it is opportunity knocking and all of these spots keep on talking and talking. So what are we talking? What kind of alignment and running it deep? Even players forgotten or came from the bottom or hitting that topping and this spot is popping. Yeah, this spot is popping. And this is the arm chat. Yeah. Put up your arms. Yeah. Sound the alarm. Yeah. What's going on, guys, and welcome to episode 309 of the Armchair Fancy Show. I'm your host, of course, Jeff Lambert. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff Lambert 77 Of course, we are part of the Going For Two Live podcast network, and we're here every Wednesday night, typically. This week, we're on a special night for the Super Bowl. Uh, we're on Fridays. Uh, we're on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch, and, of course, on all major podcast networks. Uh, if you're currently watching us on Twitter, Twitter cannot get comments to our, to our platform, so go find us on YouTube. Uh, youtube.com backslash at going for two live uh, you can comment on the show there make sure you hit that like button when you get there and subscribe uh, I'm here as always with my co-host Mr. Ryan Searfoss what's up Ryan Ryan yeah not much exciting weekend for football I guess oh, yes can you hear me yeah we can hear you no did I oh everyone everything like, like you said my name in the press oh no no everything. I'm excited for the Super Bowl, ready to eat some food and have a good time. And as, as usual, we got some technical difficulties right off the bat. <laughs> but Ryan, we got you. I can hear you. I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, no, I have you have full green bars. Okay, so you're good to go. All don't, right. Don't let them. Don't blame me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Also joining us tonight. Don't, don't blame me this time. It's you. <laughs> it's not me. I got green bars too, man. I'm I'm coming in clear. I hope. Uh, joining us tonight is our special guest tonight. Uh, if you live in the DMV area, you probably know this guy from the morning show, uh, The Sports Junkies on 1067 The Fan. Uh, he's known as Cakes, and you can follow him on Twitter at Money Metal Cakes. What's up? What's up, Cakes? What's up, guys? Thanks for uh, having me join you tonight. I appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to talking about the Super Bowl and some props. And uh, yeah, let's do it, man. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, as always, guys, today's show is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Check out their industry-leading best ball leagues with uh, huge tournaments, private leagues, and their pick-ems for every major sport. Uh, sign up with our promo code GF2 and get a deposit match up to $100. Uh, it's as simple as that. Sign up, use promo code GF2, and start drafting. Uh, and if you are drafting for the Super Bowl, you haven't doing pickups for the Super Bowl, they have a free square right now. Uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, over half a yard, uh, total yards that you can use for your pick-ems. So make sure you go check that out. Use promo code GF2. Uh, we got a great show tonight. So we're going to obviously break down the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll give you some of our favorite uh, player props for this game. You know, this is like the biggest betting night of the year. Uh, there's going to be a lot of money going around. So uh, definitely uh, sit down and listen to us and we'll give you some great props. Uh, but of course, we always start off with our nonsense draft. Attention, everyone. Let's mock draft. All right, as usual, we're going to do a three-round, three-team uh, mock draft. And tonight, we are drafting wild animals you'd want on your side in a battle royale fight to the death. 
Uh, so that's a pretty long title there, but uh, we're just going to be drafting some some badass animals. So uh, you get, you're the guest to your cake, so you get to go first here. What you got? All right, perfect. Uh, I brought a visual aid. Um, my wife is a teacher. So th- this is not a very fearsome-looking board, whiteboard. Okay, because it has paw prints around the side, so you can, you can disregard those. So I, I have the number one pick, and I'm going with an animal that I was borderline obsessed with as a kid, kind of dangerously so. Great white shark nice. is my one suit. Nice. I mean, I'm going to bring that in the battle royale. And I mean, it's the, the apex predator of the high seas. So I'm, I'm very comfortable with this as my number one pick. So great white shark off the board. I'm running this one up to the commissioner. Uh, <laughs> this is who is going to join me in the battle royale. So now you guys are off and running with your picks. Yeah, that's that's a that's a great pick. And you had asked me in the in the chat before if we could do uh, ocean animals, and I wasn't sure. Uh, but when you asked the question, I was like, "Yeah, let's do that." I got one that I want to yeah. use as well. Luckily, it wasn't the great white. I got another one, but uh, okay, Ryan, you got the one hundred two. Uh, luckily for me and my team, I don't swim real well, so I'm staying away from that, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a little weird here. I'm taking the bald eagle. It's enormous. It can attack from above. It got those just talons on it. And who's going to catch it? Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. I actually almost hit a bald eagle today with my car. Like, oh, literally, wow. he was Dude, like, he, he was swooping straight in jail. Yeah, he was swooping above, like on the street, and there was something dead in right. the middle of the street. He started to swoop down just as I was coming with my car. Luckily, he saw me before I got there and took back off up in the air. I was like, holy shit. That's terrifying. Yeah, it was pretty I, terrifying. I sent, him, I sent him after you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you already got a head start. <laughs> All right. So I'm going with a little bit uh, weird as well. This is not some uh, animal that you typically think of as being a, a predator or, you know, a, a, a fearsome animal. But... Uh, it's built like a freaking tank, uh, and I want to see one of your animals take this guy down, but a hippo. I'm going with the hippopotamus. You know, obviously he has one of the strongest bites in the in the world, and he's just massive. Uh, I've seen, uh, you know, videos of them actually picking up lions with their teeth just to protect their young. So uh, the hippo is what I'm going with here at the 103. Uh, back That's to you, Kate. the deadliest animal in the world right now, right? I, I believe so. <laughs> I believe it is. Like more nice people pick. die from hippo than any other than animal. Any other thing. Yep, exactly. I had, to, I had to scratch that off my board. It was definitely on my list. So yep. now scramble a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Cakes, we're back to you here at the 104. Uh, I'm going to go to Antarctica for my second animal. I think this is a pretty easy pick. I'm going to fill it in here at number two. With my second pick, I am going with polar bear. Polar bear, gigantic, fearsome. Yeah. I mean that that I think that that pairs well with my first great white shark. I think it's a solid one-two at the top of the draft. So, polar bear, they can stand about I think nine, or close to ten feet tall. Yeah, and it's pretty vicious. I think I think that works as my second pick. I was glad it was there for pick number two. Yeah, I like it. And as far as bears go too, I, there's a guy on TikTok that I follow. He does all these fearsome animals, but. He talks about bears a lot, and he says the polar bears are the most aggressive. Like, you know, grizzly bears are big and strong, but they'll mostly avoid you. Right. Where a polar bear sees you, it's probably the end of you right there. So I like that perfect. one. Great pick. It works out perfect. You're done, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, you got the 105. That was the one I was debating with the, my other one. Again, this one that's going to sound a little bit weird, but this animal is known for killing lions by kicking them in the ribs and chest. It can take a bullet to the sternum 
and it doesn't even break through because of the way it's built. It can run over 45 miles per hour. It's an ostrich. Oh, nice. I didn't have that one on my and, list, but that's an awesome one. <laughs> like but, it. Yeah. And, they, and they scare me yeah. like more than almost yeah. any other animal. They're, <laughs> they're like velociraptors. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. like that. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great pick. I did not have that one on my list. Good stuff. Um, all right. So I mentioned that I, you know, wanted something from the ocean as well. Um, and the uh, the guy I mentioned that I follow on TikTok talks about this animal a lot uh, and they're freaking intelligent as hell. I've seen them knocking seals off of ice shelves by going underneath them and creating tidal waves. Uh, the orca, the killer whale, uh, they travel in pods. But, uh, you know, if I even if I had just one of those, I think that they're uh, they're pretty badass. And like I said, they're super intelligent. So I'm going with the orca here at the 106. Uh, all right, uh, Cakes, you got the 107. All right, we're only doing three each, right? Yeah. yeah, three each. All right, I've got my final pick. I'm glad this guy fell to number three. I'm going to go with Gorilla. Nice, that's I a mean, great pick. I'm going to five or 600-pound gorilla in, in the ring with me, along with my polar bear and great white shark. I think that's a, that's a, that's that's a solid a, group a right there. That's uh, a trio. So Gorilla, I'm, I'm, I'm happy it slipped down to this spot here. Yep, good stuff. That's a great pick. All right, Ryan, this is your last pick. What you got? Um, I mean, I have to go with the lion. It's the king of the jungle. Not many things really mess with them. I just talked about an ostrich being all kill it. <laughs> but they're at the top of the food chain for a reason. And I'm going to go with that. Keep it simple. All right. I like that pick. Uh, let's see. I got a bunch left on my list here. I'm trying to think which one I want to go with. So I've got, I've got the hippo. I've got the orca. So I have the the huge tank like guys i'm gonna get something small and super fearsome uh known for his his toughness and tenacity i'm taking the honey badger because he's just he's just badass i mean he takes on pretty much any animal it doesn't matter what size they are uh and yeah, he's just he's just a beast pick. like it all right great great stuff there guys so i i got the uh the orca um uh, the hippo and the honey badger cakes you had the the great white uh what was your second pick Polar bear. Polar bear. That's right. And your last pick was, uh, what was your last pick? I gorilla. Don't the gorilla. And and Ryan, what'd you have for your picks? Eagle, ostrich, and lion. Nice. Good stuff. All right. Let's get into some Super Bowl stuff now. This week's game by game previews. Obviously, only one game left to preview this week, the Super Bowl, the big one. Um, so we're just going to talk about it from a general standpoint, not fantasy related, just in a general standpoint of what we think is going to happen in the game, who we're picking. Uh, we'll get to our picks at the end, actually. But just talk about kind of how the game is and in, in leading up to the game. Uh, we'll go to you first, Cakes. What do you think of this game? Is this something that you thought you saw coming uh, in the beginning of the season or were you surprised by these teams? Uh I'm, I'm more surprised by the Eagles and especially the development of, of Jalen Hurts. I mean, coming from a fantasy perspective, every, all of us, I'm sure we, we love the, you know, the, the built-in rushing floor that Jalen Hurts brought in, you know, late in his rookie season, early in his second season. But the development of him as a pocket passer really helped elevate the Eagles to kind of to complement their, their fearsome rushing attack. They used to be able to just kind of load up against that and dare Jalen Hurts to beat you from the pocket. That's not the case anymore. Now Jalen Hurts, after they add A.J. Brown to the draft day trade, uh, Devonta Smith is not a number two receiver. They basically have two number one wideouts there. Goddard, I mean, he just has so many weapons, and he's gotten so much better uh, at, at 
sensing the defense, reading defenses, and and working from inside the pocket. And then if he breaks the pocket, we all know about his rushing acumen. So I'm more surprised by the Eagles. Um, a lot of people thought that the Chiefs were going to have a tougher road because, oh, the AFC West is so, you know, so high and mighty coming into the season. But we saw the bumps and bruises that teams like the Broncos and Russell Wilson and the struggles of the Raiders. So Chiefs had a little bit of an easier path. I'm more surprised by the Eagles. But look, they're two number one seeds that made it to the, to the end. This is what us as NFL fans are, are craving and wanting as far as a Super Bowl matchup. It's not like one team luckbox their way into the Super Bowl. These teams are both deserving. Uh, I think the Eagles are a little more of a surprise, but uh, from the way they play during the regular season, not super surprised to see the Chiefs and Eagles here at the end. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, looking from the, you know, back in September, you know, you wouldn't see the Eagles at this point. But I think is the way they played throughout the season it became obvious that they were definitely uh, full-on contenders. And like you mentioned, Hertz has been, you know, nothing short of amazing this year. We kind of had our doubts coming into the season, but uh, he put all those doubts to rest for sure. Brian, what about you here? What, what are your thoughts on this game? You think it's going to be a high-scoring game? Uh, I think it's going to be lower scoring than people are going to think it's going to be. Um, as weird as it sounds, I feel like the Chiefs want to slow this game down. Because they kind of nickel and dime their way down the field. They have this Eagles team that can essentially score whenever with those weapons. Like you mentioned, AJ Brown, Vonta Smith, there's not much better and bigger playmaking tandem. So the Chiefs, I think they're going to run the ball a little bit more. They both have pretty good defenses that we don't really get talked about. I think it'll be a little lower scoring than we think, but should be a good game. Yeah, I, I'm taking a close game as well. I, I, I like this matchup. Like you mentioned, uh, Cakes, the two number ones. Uh, first time this has happened, I think, since uh, it was uh, Eagles and Patriots, I believe, were both number one seeds when they played uh, you know, a few years ago. So um, both number one seeds should be a good game. I think teams come out, they both come out a little uh, sort of feeling each other out, you know, and then eventually I think it does become a high scoring game. But, uh, yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to this matchup. Unfortunately, my team, of course, the 49ers uh, lost in the worst way possible against the Eagles in the last round. But uh, I think just from a football fan's perspective, I think this is going to be a great game. Cakes, are there any uh, key players or matchups that you think, you know, have to have a big game for either team for them to, to pull this one out? I think you need to see the Chiefs continue to rely on Isaiah Pacheco. You, you've seen him really emerge down the like the last third of the season and into the playoffs he's become that workhorse type you know he's not 20 plus carry type of guy for that offense is not really the way that offense operates but the way he runs with the, the purpose he runs with i mean for especially for a guy being a seventh round pick there's an afterthought in their draft yep. i mean you get a guy like that that's that this effective this late in the season and with guys like McKinnon's, whose role is getting reduced these last few games, Pacheco is showing that he's going to be the guy going forward in 2023. I know this is kind of going off into a fantasy tangent here, but uh, if, if you're investing in the Chiefs' backfield in 2023, uh, Pacheco's the guy that, especially with the F6 grabs last week, like yep. he showed some receiving chops that you know, people weren't really sure that he had, but that was because that's usually being taken care of. Uh, by Jared McKinnon out of the backfield there. So I think they need to continue to lean on him, especially uh, with Mahomes' ankle injury. Uh, they don't want him running around in the pockets. They want to limit that as much as they can. So if they can turn around and hand the ball to a hammer like Pacheco 12 to 14, maybe 15 times in this matchup, uh, I think that's going to bode well for the Chiefs. I think they need to kind of lean into that 
uh, this weekend. Yeah, I like that. And, and the the one loss that the Eagles officially had, you know, with their full team uh, was against your commander's kicks. And that's what mm-hmm. they did. They just kept running the damn ball down the throat. That's right. kind of how they did it. Um, you know, Robinson, you know, wasn't necessarily efficient, uh, but they just kept handing them the ball, handing them the ball. And they just Eagles couldn't slow them down. So it ended up working out for them. So that's kind of the blueprint, I think. And I think you're right. Pacheco is that that hammer. Uh, who happens to have breakaway speed too? I think he's like a four three forty, which is ridiculous. Yeah, the, I mean, in, I, I don't know how that guy lasted into the seventh round. I mean, I'm I'm sure a lot of it is just the devaluing of, of running backs as a whole in the NFL at this point. And I'm sure the Chiefs are just shaking their head like we we, we burned a first round pick on Ceh a couple of years <laughs> yeah. ago, and you know that guy can't even crack the rotation. I know he's been dealing with injuries, and um, look looks like he'll be active for the Super Bowl, but. I would expect him to have a very, very small, minimal role, uh, especially with the the emergence of Pacheco and, and McKinnon as as the receiving threat out of the backfield. There, agreed, agreed. Ryan, what about you? Any uh, any matchups or anything you're looking at in this game? It, honestly, I know we're a fantasy podcast, and it feels weird saying it on here. <laughs> it's it's their offensive line versus defensive lines in these games. You got the teams that are the top two teams in sacks in the league between Eagles one and Chiefs two. Whoever protects the whoever's line steps up and protects the quarterback, I think has the biggest advantage of the game. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean I think we can say that about almost any football game that this it's kind of one in the trenches where you know us fancy players don't want to talk about much. But uh this one in particular, I mean uh Hassan Reddick on the Eagle side has been just a monster. I mean he just creates so many issues. He's basically unblockable. So I'm curious to see how Mahomes can handle that kind of pressure. Uh but yeah, definitely uh what I'm looking at as well is is those those defense and offensive lines. Um so real quick, cakes, uh what does the Eagles have to do to win this game? What, what's your, your one key thing that they need to do? I think they have to, they have to keep relying on Jalen Hurts. Uh, if, if he's having uh, trouble passing the ball, just tuck the ball and run because this is a Chiefs defense that struggles at stopping rushing quarterbacks. I think they're seventh worst in the league in that stat. So it doesn't bode well for them if Jalen Hurts uh, you know, is running that RPO to perfection. And they get them to, you know, dive down on uh, Sanders or Gainwell out, out of the backfield. And then, you know, all of a sudden he's out for a 10 or 12 yard chunk play. Uh, if they can get 50 plus ish rushing yards from Jalen Hurts to go along with the passing game that we know is super effective uh, to keep that Chiefs defense off balance as much as possible. I think that's one of the keys to the, the Eagles offensively in the game. I like it. Ryan, what about you? Keys to the for the Chiefs to win. What's their their main their main thing they need to have? Um, I think it's gonna be the running backs. Like you mentioned, Pacheco. I think McKinnon has to have a role too, but more in the passing game than the running game. Like they have to get the run established. But him getting the ball out first, like you we talked about Hassan Reddick, they have, they have seventy uh, sacks on the season. You have to get the ball out quick, and you know that Kelsey's gonna get most of the coverage there. So the dump offs to the running backs and then being involved in the passing game. I think it's the key for the Chiefs offense to get going. Yeah, I'm I'm with you both on that as well. I think that's I think it's a, it's going to be a great game. I think these teams match up really really well. Uh and I think both teams is going to be sort of tit for tat. We're going to be seeing a, a, a I think a high scoring game, um but I do think that uh it's going to it's going to come down to that fourth quarter for sure. All right, let's get to the fun part. Going for two live present Prop Bet of the Week. All right, so we kind of divided the prop bets up into uh, four basic categories, passing props, rushing slash receiving props, touchdown props, 
Uh, we'll do a few specials, and then uh, we'll pick the game. Uh, so I'm going to go to you first, Ryan, on this one. Give me one of your uh, your favorite passing props that you've got listed there. Um, I think I'm going to take the... Uh, oh, God. I'm going to take the under on the Jalen Hurts 240 uh, passing. Um, that run game is really good, and that's what got them there. If they want to win, not get cute, I think... He's under on that, but higher in the rushing, and the backs take a bigger role. Yeah, I'm with you on the under. I think I had that one down as well because I do think if you know if you think the Eagles are going to win, uh, then Jalen Hurts, you know, has to throw the ball. If he's throwing the ball 350 yards or whatever, I think that they're down the whole game. That's the only way they get that many yards. If they're winning, it's going to be a grinded out sort of game. So I, I'm with you on the under on that one. What about you, Cakes? What you got for your passing prop? Uh, this one's a little bit of a long shot, but I I, I kind of like it. I have Mahomes with exactly three passing touchdowns at plus three sixty. Nice. Uh, I, I obviously think this is a this is a, a big Kelsey game because of all the injuries to that uh, wide out core. Um, I don't know where you guys stand on this. I'm a Kadarius Tony full on truther, and <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean I love the guy, but he Stay can't. He can't stay on the field, and it just it tilts me beyond belief. When I saw him go out with it the the last time, I think it was just maybe first or second catch, and you know his his leg just buckled underneath him, and I just I just shook my head. I was like, Tony just can't shake the injury bug. But uh, I think two pa- two touchdown passes to Kelsey, and one goes to either McKinnon or Pacheco. That sounds about right. That gets you to the three. I like uh, it. The three touchdowns. That's plus three sixty. I like it. Uh, I think if if the Chiefs are going to win this game, they're going to they're not going to do it with the rushing attack. They're going to do it on the the strength of Mahomes, and I, I think he can get the three touchdowns. So nice. I, I kind of like that play. Good stuff. So I I have two that I want to mention, and I have uh, they're both for Mahomes. Uh, one is over on thirty eight and a half uh, pass attempts uh, at minus one forty. Uh, I got some stats here. So he had 41 attempts against the Niners in the Super Bowl. He had 49 attempts against Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. He had 43 in the last playoff game against Cincinnati. Uh, in fact, his last eight playoff games, he only had three that he didn't get to at least 39 uh, pass attempts. Uh, one of them he had 38, and the other two he got hurt in. So as long as he can stay healthy in this game, I think that's a, that's a slam dunk. Uh, and then the other one I have is Mahomes over 25 and a half completions at minus 135. Uh, in those same eight playoff games, only twice did he not reach that number, and it was in both the games that he got hurt, Jacksonville, and then I think he got hurt in 2019 against the Browns. So I think those he two didn't are- hit that. He didn't hit the over this year against. Uh- Seattle. Oh no, never mind. That was week six. I'm looking way far back. My bad. <laughs> yeah, this thing going like. I had the wrong thing up. Yeah, he had uh, Jacksonville was the one he didn't hit against, but he missed half that game with the injury. So he, I think he had 20 attempts in that game, something like that. But yeah, those those two to me are slam dunks. Uh, if you could parlay it, um, I know uh, on fan on DraftKings, their their odds are different. If you do the single game parlay, it's not quite the same as those. Um, so you can parlay that for a pretty good uh, a pretty good one two punch there. I think with the, with those two uh, two prop bets. Ryan, you got any more passing props that you want to mention real quick? Uh, I was actually going to do that one there, but I do want to say I'm going to have uh, Mahomes throw an interception this game. Okay. What, what's I, the, is it, is it 0.5? Is that what it is? It's usually like. Yeah, it's a 0. 0.5. 0.5. Yeah, it's like minus 120. Uh, just the way the Eagles defense plays in the pressure, they're bound to force him into something and they're going to, he's going to try to press, especially early in the Super Bowl. That's why I feel like we have a chance for that interception that early. 
Good stuff. You got any more passing props or you want to move to rushing receiving cakes? Uh, I have one more, but it, it runs counter to both of your guys' uh, Hurts passing totes. So uh, I'll just uh, – we can just move on to rushing and receiving. All right, go ahead. Give us another, one of your rushing and receiving ones. Uh, I, I just like the Pacheco over. I mean, I, I was gushing about him earlier. Um, I, I just I, I love his running style. And you, you mentioned his, like, sub 4-4 speed. I mean, he's a 4-3-9 guy with, you know, with power that lasted to the seventh round somehow. I don't know. I don't know what he did at the combine to turn every team off except for the Chiefs who were like, screw it. We'll pick this guy in the seventh round when, you know, the picks don't really matter. And uh, look, they, they, they found a late round gem. He's got 62 touches in his last five outings compared to just 36 from McKinnon. So he's, he's taking over this backfield. He, he's going to be the number one back there in Kansas City in 2023, and you're getting a sneak preview of it now. I think he should easily hit the 46 and a half over mark. Uh, so I, and, and just uh, full disclosure, I'm a sucker for overs. <laughs> so am I. If you've I. ever listened to the Junkie <laughs> Show on 106.7 The Fan, who, who wants to root for an under? They're, yeah. they're terrible. They're boring. <laughs> exactly. So I'm, I'm clearly an over guy. Yep. So I'm going to go with over 46 and a half here for Pacheco. Good stuff. Um, so I have a, a, a passing one that's also sort of a combo with the same receiver. Uh, and the first part of that is Devonta Smith uh, over four and a half receptions at minus 150. Uh, only five times all season did he not hit that mark. Uh, one of those times was against the 49ers this past playoff game where they didn't need to pass because they were just running the ball mm-hmm. all game. So uh, I like his chances to go over five here in this game. And then uh, you can kind of combo that with his over receiving yards. Uh, over 62 and a half is the line at minus 125. Uh, only twice all season did he catch at least five passes and not have at least 62 and a half yards. Uh, so if you think he's getting five receptions, he's definitely going to hit that 62 mark as well. So, again, you can parlay that uh, on DraftKings or FanDuel uh, to get some better odds there. But uh, Devonta Smith, I like a lot in this game, actually. Ryan, anyway, Dev- Devonta Smith was just a huge coup for, for me in one of my leagues this year. Like, I, I wasn't able to get A.J. Brown in the, in the early rounds, so I picked Devonta Smith as my number three wideout, and he gave me – pretty much close to number one wide out yep. production. So Absolutely. I mean, that, that, that's a guy who's, who's uh, stock is going to be much higher uh, when we're drafting in late August and early September. I mean, he just had a monster year. I think he had 95 grabs on the year. I don't have his numbers in front of me, uh, yeah. but as a number he, two, he yep. Jalen Hurts is real security blanket uh, there in Philly, especially when Goddard was out, his numbers spiked. Yep. Absolutely. Brian, what you got for your, uh, your rush receiving prop here? Oh, I was actually, I had Devonta, I had one more, I was adding Devonta Smith just because you were on there and I had him on up on my list. I have him over reception over 23 and a half yards. Yeah, he's a, he's mean, a downfield that's guy. that's not that, for a downfield receiver, that's not that far. Mm-hmm. Like, you're bound to get that, something of that nature, especially when he's averaging 14 a catch, or 14 last year, 12, 6 this year. Like, he, that's what he does. Yep. So I'll take that. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, I got a rushing one here that I want to mention. Uh, I got a Miles Sanders, and I know you said you hate taking uh, unders kicks, and I usually do as mm-hmm. well, but this one I like, Miles Sanders, under the 68.5 total yards uh, at minus 115. Uh, his last five games, he only had a 40% snap share. Uh, they've kind of limited him a little bit. Uh, Gainwell's mm-hmm. been kind of showing out, so they've been mixing Gainwell in there. Uh, and, the, the, you know, the um, the Chiefs' run defense, you know, it's not great, but it's better than under pass defense. I do think it's good enough to slow down Miles Sanders. Uh, so I've taken the under there, 68.5 on Miles Sanders. 
I, I'm going to go against what I just said about taking unders. I do have one under rushing prop. I'm, I'm, I think it's a no-brainer to take Mahomes on the under uh, 19 and a half. Uh, four of his last five games dating back into the regular season and playoffs, he's rushed for exactly eight yards. Mm-hmm. Four out of five. He's been under 10 yards. And uh, I'm sure Andy Reid and Biennemi do not want him rushing unless it's the absolute – last resort they don't want him tweaking the, the ankle they don't want to see chad henny in in relief during the Super Bowl. So I think they're going to do, yeah. do whatever they can to keep him in the pocket um i mean i just don't see him ripping off like a 15 yarder and i think he's going to need one of those to get uh to get to 20 yep. so i i like the, I, I i wouldn't put a ton of money on it but i like i like him for under 19 and a half yeah i like that one as well uh, Ryan, we got a question in the chat from Jamie. Ooh. He wants to know how you feel about uh, Goddard uh, in his 48 and a half yards. Do you like the over or under on that? So I, I almost had that as my next my next prop. And like just thinking about it and like looking at his numbers, he's hanging out so close to it. I'm steering clear of it. Like just being a coward straight up. <laughs> if, um if I were to bet, I'd probably take the over. I think the Chiefs are going to spend more time on worrying about those wide receivers than him, and he could be a dump-off valve. But I'm kind of steering clear for it because I think it's just so close with how his production's been all year. Yeah, he put a stat up there, too, on Goddard. Goddard has the third most yards after the catch for tight ends and number one in yards after the catch per target. And the Chiefs linebackers allow 92% catch rate to tight end. That's a really good one there. So I, I think I'm going over there as well. Oh. Uh- I had the one other one I was going to bring up was oh sorry Go ahead. just based off just based off the coach speak I know it's Super Bowl weekend and we shouldn't listen to coach speak but man the way they're hyping Tony I believed in the talent before that Cakes talked about it earlier his Russian rush and receiving total at thirty four and a half yeah. Feel, it just feels like free money. Just pray he stays healthy because he can get that. He'll get 20 yards yeah. in the first carry or first catch, and then he'll get hurt and then not yeah. play the rest of the game. I mean, <laughs> dude, I, I mean, he's so tantalizing. I and mean, we we saw, was it, he was his rookie year, right, when he had the, the, the explosive game yards. against the Cowboys. Yep. Yep. And I, I had him on the, obviously I had him on the bench on one of my teams, and I was like, oh, my God, it's 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 happening. And then – you know, like the, I can't remember exactly what happened the next week, but I'm sure he probably got injured or he was getting into a fight with someone on the coaching staff with the Giants. And, you know, he's for a guy who's only been in the league a couple of years, he's had a re- very tumultuous and injury filled uh, career so far. Like he's a star across type of guy. Like he's either going to be a superstar or he's just going to be a, a, a guy that is a bust because he can't stay on the field. And he's he's got a weird attitude. Like right. I don't think there's any in between <laughs> yeah. landing ground for Kadarius Tony. It's he's a very polarizing guy. Absolutely. Yeah. And with that skill set in a game like this, I'm willing to take that. I'm willing to take the chance with him. Absolutely. I think they can they yeah. can they can get some sort of uh, special gimmick play to, to him as well, and he can get that on one play. Uh, Cakes, we got a question directed directly to you from Shane. He wants to know over under the amount of quarters that Bish watches before he takes Nyquil and passes out. Over under is that one and a half? <laughs> it's a great question. Uh, one of our show co-hosts, uh, he has much better, much better sleep hygiene than the other three co-hosts, myself included. So, yeah, him him popping some Nyquil around, you know, like kickoff or maybe twenty minutes into the into the game, and then. 
his go-to bit is recording the game and then watching like second halves, like when he wakes up before he comes to work the next morning. So I think that's a great call because <laughs> Super Bowl, you know, is going to kick off around 640, even though it's listed at 630. It's got the extended halftime. It won't end till 10, 15, 10, 20. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a good, that's a good, it's a good call by the, uh, by the person in the, in the chat. Uh, <laughs> I would guess in bed under the covers by about eight. By about eight. I like it. I yeah, like it's it. probably the move. Good stuff. All right. You want to move to our touchdown props now, Ryan? You want to kick this off? Yeah. I mean, I feel like this one is just the most consistent one that everyone makes every week. And I'm still taking it. It's Travis Kelsey first touchdown at plus 700. You can't stop him, man. Like, if I'm taking it, whoever gets the ball first, I'm going, I'm going to go with Hurts. It's the other way on a rushing. But, man. Kelsey at that just feels real tantalizing. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I, I like that one a lot. And he, he actually, I, I think, I didn't look at the, the numbers, but I know he definitely was a first-time touchdown scorer on a lot of their drives when they get the ball on the first uh, the first drive. I think he did the last, last two weeks, didn't he? Uh, I know it was last week for sure. Yeah, last week for sure. I don't remember who he did the week before that. But, yeah, he's, he's definitely the, the – his hit, that's the go-to target down there in the red zone for sure. What you got, uh, Cakes, for your touchdown props? I'm going to go with position to score the first Eagles touchdown. I, I kind of love the, the quarterback spot at plus 360. Yeah. I mean, we, we've, we've seen you know, so many Jalen Hurts plunges into the end zone. Why wouldn't I take, uh, you know, almost plus 400 there for Hurts to score the rushing touchdown uh, to kick it off for the Eagles? Uh, you know, it, they get down by the goal line. He, you know, quarterback two yard line. <laughs> yeah. He is the first, second, and third option. Yep. So if I'm getting near plus 400, plus 360 for, for Hurts to score the first Philadelphia touchdown, I'll take that all day long. Yep. And Absolutely. Ryan also snaked my Kelsey uh, pick. I love that because <laughs> I have Mahomes throwing three touchdowns. He's going to throw at least one, probably two to Kelsey. Yep. So yep. I, I like that pick too. Yep. And I'll piggyback on that Travis Kelsey one with the one or two. And I'm going with Travis Kelsey with two or more touchdowns at plus 500. Uh, you know, he's he's Mahomes' go-to guy. And when you get down to these games like this where it's must-win, obviously, uh, he's going to go to his guy plenty of times. I think it was the first playoff game. He had like 16 targets or something ridiculous like that. Right. And that's how it's going to be in this game, too. And I think getting two touchdowns should be quite easy at plus 500. Uh, and then I had two other ones. I don't know if you all have any other ones. We can go back around again. But I got Jalen Hurts as an anytime touchdown score at, uh, at minus 115. And then uh, I got Devonta Smith as an anytime touchdown scorer as well at plus 145. And I actually parlayed those three together just for the hell of it. Uh, I think I got pl- plus 2,500 on that uh, parlay and, you know, put a couple bucks on it and see what happens. But uh, those are my three touchdown props. Ryan, do you have any more touchdown props? Uh, I was actually going to go with the Devonta Smith one on there. I think we've loved him too much to show, though, for it to even work. We yeah. bring up. <laughs> Yeah, he's basically winning the MVP if it if it falls our 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 suit there. He got he got the yards, he has the receptions, <laughs> he got the touchdowns. So he's going to get the MVP. Uh, Cakes, you got any more touchdown props? Uh, yeah, let's let's go with a real long shot here. Let's go uh, Miles Sanders at plus nine hundred to score the first points in the game. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, I like it. But I think and that's kind of, that's running counter to my Jalen Hurts. But if I have to throw an extra one in there, just kind of a long shot, a real like. Almost plus one thousand. I'll, I'll put a few bucks on that too. Yep. I'll, I'll spread my money around there. Nice. I like it. I like it. You got any more wine? You could just go to all. 
Oh, we could we could just make all all betters hate the world and take Boston Scott anytime <laughs> because that's because there's always one of those in a Super Bowl and just just be miserable people about it. Yep. If he were playing the Giants in the Super Bowl, then I would <laughs> I would bet my mortgage on it. Yeah. Because that dude loves scoring. I don't know. What, anytime they play against the the Giants, I'm gonna have to get that bet in. Yep. I don't know what it is, but that dude loves scoring against them. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's move down to some of these specials here. These ones will kind of get kind of fun here. Uh, and I'll kick off the specials with one that I have. And uh, I bet this one every year. Uh, it's worked out a couple times here and there. Nothing uh, nothing big. But uh, any non-quarterback to throw a touchdown pass at plus 2,200. Uh, we know Super Bowl things get pulled out of the, you know, those mm-hmm. trick plays get pulled out of the hat. Uh, I think I believe Jarek McKinnon was a high school quarterback. He could potentially throw a, a pass. We've seen Travis Kelsey throw passes before. Uh, so the guys are definitely there to do it. So I can see uh, some kind of trick play where somebody throws a touchdown pass other than the two quarterbacks that are listed. So uh, at plus, what did I say? Plus uh, two, plus 2,200 on that one. That's what I got for my special. What about you, Ryan? Um, I was uh, going, to, I can't make it here in Pennsylvania. I'm sad about it. I was going to bet the under on the uh, national anthem two minutes, and five seconds. I don't think Chris Stapleton is going to take it too long. Most of the country singers who've done it, have not hit that, and the average is like four, like four fifty-eight. I think we're gonna go under again. Yeah, uh, we talked about this on the show I was on last night, or actually Thursday night. I mean uh, Wednesday night, and uh, everyone picked the under, so I picked the over just for the hell of it, just to just to be different. I took the over on there because uh, someone had mentioned on the show, and I never heard this before, and I don't know how how true it is, but they tell the the um, the performers in the beginning there to keep their uh, performances a little bit shorter due to TV time. So I was thinking he's going to be uh, like "f you." I'm going to go. I'm going to go even longer if you're going to tell me nah. to be short. Uh, nah, he went. I don't think he'd be that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know who he is. Honestly, I had to Google him when they said he was doing the national anthem. I had no idea, uh, but I'm not a big country fan. That's why. All right, cakes. What you got for your special? Uh, this is a real long shot. Uh, Jeff, I think yours is at plus 2,200. Uh, I'm going to go with any offensive lineman to score a touchdown. This one's at plus 3,300. Now, you, you're going to want to put five or ten bucks on this one just for fun. Just But, look, we know Andy Reid's super innovative. Uh, he might call a play where an offensive lineman is eligible and goes and, and catches a touchdown. And if he does... If a big fat guy catches a touchdown, you're getting it plus thirty three hundred. Yeah, put five or ten bucks on it if it hits. Yeah, you're, good. you're loving it. If it doesn't, you know you've wasted five or ten bucks, and hopefully uh, you win it back with one of your other props. But it's fun to have some some real long shot sweats. And uh, what what better than a guy that's number is like seventy nine catching a touchdown at plus. Plus three thousand plus. Yeah, that's it's a fantastic could, could, number. If now, if you could pick it just from the Eagles team, right? Pick one team for it. They get real weird. It, yeah, could, if you could shake, if you could do that, yeah, definitely. But yeah. Uh, any offensive lineman to score a touchdown at plus thirty three hundred. That's I like it. That's one that I'm going to put a few bucks on. And and both coaches are pretty much known for creative play calling too. So that can definitely be a thing. They're not conservative at all. So I can see them pulling yep. that out of the hat. I like it. You got any more specials you want to mention, Ryan? Yeah, I'm going to take just from the way this playoffs has been. And we have a lot of young guys on both sides, but more on the Eagles. But I feel like uh, with all the comebacks we've seen, I'm going to take a 17-point deficit comeback plus 2,000. Nice. I like it. 
I like it. And, and Mahomes has been known for that. I mean, how many times has he been down in the first half in, in his playoff games? I mean, he had that famous one against the Texans where he was down like 21 zip or whatever the, the score was, and he brought it back. I think that, that whole entire run that season, he was down in the first half in every single one of those games, even including the Super Bowl when they won against us. Both teams have enough weapons to do it. Yep. I like it. That's a good one. Uh, Cakes, you got another special? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in to do special teams here. I'm going to go uh, distance of the longest successful field goal uh, because they're you know, playing in uh, pristine conditions in Arizona. There's not going to be any weather issues to deal with. I'm going to go over 46 and a half yards. The, the number's not great, but I'm going to take that at minus 126. I, like uh, I just think that both kickers have more than enough leg to hit one of those. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with a field goal distance. Nice. Bet. I'm going to I'm going to get that in the mix. I like it. Uh, I had one more on here. Mine's not, uh, it doesn't have really long odds, and I think it's probably possible, but uh, both teams will have a lead at some point in the second half. That's a plus 145. Uh, I think that's that's a pretty slam dunk one to me, I think. I think there's going to be, a you know, at some point, some lead changes in the second half, uh, and that's an easy one to hit at plus 145, in my opinion. All right, let's let's pick the game now. I want to get the uh, the outright winner, uh, the pick against the spread, which is at one and a half uh, currently, and then uh, take the over or the under of fifty one. Uh, I'll go to you first, Cakes. What you got? Uh, I've been pretty staunch behind the Eagles. Uh, nothing that's that's happened this week and in practice w- w- is going to sway me off of that. Uh, I, I I like the fact that the Eagles are, are healthy and Patrick Mahomes is not. Uh, I don't care if he makes it through a full practice. You, you can't tell me that he suffered a high ankle sprain somehow 10 or 12 can. days ago yeah. and that he's close to 100% at this point. Uh, I, I love the dual threat of Jalen Hurts. Um, it's pretty amazing to see the, the leaps and bounds that he's taken as far as passing the ball. Uh, this young, his career is only 24 years old. Uh, I think he's going to lead this Eagles team to the win. Uh, I think they win outright. I think it's been over. And I think they cover because the number is only one and a half at this point. So um, I'm all Eagles over here. I like it. I'm squarely behind the Eagles in this matchup. Yeah, and I'll just echo well, that. I'm also a big, gigantic cooler, so just remember that when you're when, I, when I'm saying all this. Yeah, okay. So take that into account. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to piggyback that because I'm going the same thing. I'm going all Eagles uh, and taking the over uh, to win outright to cover the one and a half. Uh, actually, yeah, they're they're going to they're the favorite right now. So, uh, and then yeah, taking the over the 51. I think it could potentially get up to almost 53 before kickoff. I think it's going to move a little bit more. Uh, but at right now at 51, I'm definitely taking the over. It gets to 53, then I, maybe I got to think about it. But at 51, I like the over. Ryan, what you got? Anything different than what we had? Yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the cheese. Well, I've been leaning cheese before that. Um, I think the Eagles have more talent overall on their team, but the Chiefs have two things that I have faith in. That's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. A uh, game like this, it's about keeping the team cool and keeping nerves down, not making mistakes. Those two guys have been there before. They're great at what they do. We have some question marks. I've seen Jalen Hurts crumble in a national championship, get benched before. But I know Mahomes doesn't do that, and I know Andy Reid doesn't do that. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to take them, and I like the over as well. Good stuff. And uh, Jamie's saying he hears the dog in the background saying, go Browns. Was that your dog in the background, Ryan? He hasn't made it in the And he would never say, Fitz would never say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to our final segment of the night. Get ready 
for goingfortwo.com's Forgotten Fantasy Player of the Week. All right, you know how this works. Cakes is going to give us a guy that he's got that's retired uh, fantasy player from the past. Uh, give us some hints, and me and Ryan are going to try to guess and see if we can figure out who it is. Uh, so go ahead, Cakes. Give us your hints here. Are you guys maybe a little young for this guy? Uh, I'll just preface it by saying that. Um, this guy played running back. He had one really big year during his career, and it was in 1999. Okay. 19, so you're going to have to go into the Wayback Machine 1999 running back, one big year. One good year. One Highly good drafted. Year, I'm sorry? Highly drafted? Uh, let me double check on that. I would say medium drafted. Okay. Middle round draft pick. He went to an SEC school. Can we get was the Cadillac? Team? What was it? Cadillac? What? Nope. That was in 2001. And I think he, he go ahead. He played in the AFC West for the majority of his career. 1999. It should be a pretty big clue. I'll give you some of his numbers here. In his, in his rookie season, he rushed for 1,159 yards, and he had seven end zone trips. Hmm. So his rookie season was his one big season, or was there a bigger Correct. season? Yeah. So he was good as a rookie, played in the AFC West. Mm-hmm. So 99 would have been. Do you want me to give you the team, or is that too much of, of a giveaway? So that would that have been who was the first overall pick that year? 99 was what? That was not the Tim Couch year. That was the year before. After 1999. I'm trying to think who the number one pick was. Was that was that Tim Couch? I'd have I would have to go back and look at the look at the first round of the, of that 99 yeah. draft. I'm trying to give you Tim some Couch was, Tim Couch I think was 98. Was he 98? I think that's correct. Uh, this player had a five year career. He finished his career with the Detroit Lions in 2003. And then uh, Couch was the 99 draft. So, finished his career with the Lions. This is kind of a deep cut. Is he a, is he a, was he a Raider? I'm just going to guess. Is he, was he a Raider? Because that's what I'm thinking. He was not a Raider. Not a Raider. Shit. Okay. He played for a different AFC, AFC West team. Ended in Detroit. Because I was thinking... I was thinking Napoleon oh, Kaufman, God. but that's that's not it. I don't think his rookie season was his big year anyway. I'll just, yeah, I'll give you the team and see if you guys can can name him. All right, the Denver Broncos. Okay. Oh, uh, it's not No. Sean Moreno. Here's, here's another Was hint. C.J. Anderson. No, because he had no. another big year. Another hint. He played his high school ball at Riverdale Baptist locally in Maryland. Oh my God! I should know this. <laughs> 99 Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. I believe he stepped in for he he may have stepped in for Terrell Davis when Terrell Davis was injured. I think Alanda's Gary. My memory me correct. Is it Alanda's Gary? Damn, yeah. I got it. Good job, <laughs> Jeff. You nailed it. Alanda's <laughs> Gary. That was good. As soon as you said guy. filled in for Terrell or Terrell Ooh. Davis, I was like, oh, I know who that is. It's Alanda's Gary. And it finally clicked, yep, right? Yep. That's what it took to get there. Good stuff, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember him because I've 
you know, I started playing fantasy uh, football in probably late 90s, 96, 97. That's, I mean, that's where I'm at as well. This is, back, this is back when we had to, ch- like, we had to check the Washington Post for <laughs> box scores. Yep. Like, uh, on Monday, there was no live scoring. There was no, there was no checking your scores on the internet. <laughs> I mean, it was just, that, that was preposterous. Yeah, Shane, so, in, yeah, the, I, Shane I, in the chat I, said I I'm older. He says I'm older than you. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm 45. Yeah, I'm 52. Okay, so. got to be about a couple years. Yeah, I've got a few years on you, man. Yeah, I started playing fantasy football in 96, 97, somewhere in there okay, as well. Okay, so we, we got into it right about the same time. Yep. Yes, but I, that's I, right. I remember, that's why, that's why it's the I remember Orlando's Gary that's, just bawling for that one yep. year. Yep, and there was the other guy, too, that also filled in for Trill Davis that did the salute. I can't think of what his name was. Oh, Mike Anderson. Mike Anderson, yes. Yeah, he was Mike another Anderson, good one. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. We're going through the we're going through the deep poles now. Yeah, the late nineties RBs from back I love in the it. day. I love that's a, it. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good poll. Thank yeah, you. That, that was, was definitely. Thank you. Yeah, we've been doing the segment for uh, for almost six years. This year is the first year we decided to do it where you give us the hints. Uh, in the past, okay. you just kind of went through it, and we said, you know what, we've been doing this for so long. We've gotten so many of these players, so we're just going to switch it up this year and, and have you give us hints and see if we can guess it. And I think so Good. far, I'm Ryan, we've guessed a little bit. We've guessed all of them so huh? far, right? Haven't we? We finally got like we haven't been yeah. given the answer That's, yet. This is a, this is the first one you got. But it's the first one you got. Uh, no, I had uh, what's his name? I got uh, <laughs> from Carolina. I can't think of who it was uh, when Jeff um, D'Angelo Williams. Yeah, D'Angelo Williams. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, that wraps the podcast up. Uh, I want to thank you once again, Cakes, for coming on. I know you get up super early in the morning to do your show. uh, So appreciate you hanging out late with us. Uh, Happy to do it, man. Tomorrow's Saturday, so I get to sleep in, man. It's all good. There you go. There you go. All right. Tell my listeners where they can find you on Twitter and uh, and where they can listen to your radio station. Uh, I'm at Money Metal Cakes right up there on the screen. Uh, so give me a follow if you're not already. You can also follow the, the show Twitter at Junks Radio, and we can be heard on 106.7 The Fan, uh, 6 to 10 a.m. every Monday through Friday. You can also listen for free on the Odyssey app. So just go on there and search for the Sports Junkies and pull us up and listen uh, on your phone or in your car, however you listen, on your computer, whatever it is. So we Absolutely. appreciate any support. And Absolutely. thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And it's a, it's a great listen, guys. I know they, they're they in the D.C. area, but they talk about a lot more things than just football. They, they cover a lot of topics. So, um, Yep. So. You mix it up, man. No doubt. Absolutely. Ryan, what you got going on? Uh, find me Twitter, Foss534. Find me here Wednesday night. We're going to be recording our rookie profiles here soon where I'm going to break down a rookie in – about a minute. We're going to start releasing those on some sort of platform. Jeff's in charge of that portion. <laughs> over at the, uh, I'm over at the Dynasty Big Board as well. Uh, podcast comes out Wednesday mornings. And I'll be on the Run Boys for the pregame tomorrow at some point. Good stuff. All right, guys. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at JeffLambert77. Make sure you check out all of our shows on the Going For Two Live Network. We have a show literally every night. Uh, we're going into the off season, so we're going to rotate shows every other week. But we'll have a show uh, opposite of each show, so you'll have a show every night to watch. Uh, so go on to YouTube and look for Going for Two Live uh, for Cakes for Ryan. I'm Jeff, and we will see y'all next week.